Hey everyone, welcome back to the Ryan Nile Show. Yo people, really hope you loved the last episode with Rob Moore. Today we've got a bonus episode and this is something that my fellow podcasters and I come up with while we're all in quarantine at home. So I'm joined by Alex Reeds, host of A Time to Talk with Alex Reeds and Alex Manzi, host of the Dreamers Disease podcast. We have a conversation about what it's like being in this crazy time, this crazy coronavirus time, COVID-19, what we're doing to keep our mental well-being and so much more. Remember to follow those guys as at Alex Reads on Instagram and at I am Alex Manzi. Check their podcasts out. That's Time to Talk with Alex Reads and the Dreamers Disease podcast. Join in the conversation on Twitter. Hashtag Quarantine Conversations. Here we are. Here we are. We're live. Live from quarantine. <laughs> live and direct from live and quarantine. Direct. It's crazy, crazy. So we've got um, Alex Manzi. Say wagwan. How's it going? Um, and Alex Reeds. What, what? <laughs> and myself, Ryan Nile. And we the have Ryan decided Nile. to, uh, the Ryan Nile, um, to have a conversation in quarantine. And maybe that should yeah. be the title. <laughs> yeah, it should be actually. <laughs> conversations in quarantine. <laughs> conversations in quarantine. <laughs> I think... I think we need to like explain our, our individual setups as well because we've we've all gone a little bit crazy, haven't we? We're like oh, mad. so visually we can see each other through Zoom, yeah. mm. which is a bit like Skype. Mm-hmm. Um, we're recording the visuals through that, but we are we've all got our own individual microphone setups, so we're all in, individually recording our audios separately as mm. well. So yeah. we've all got these mad like setups going on everywhere. Yeah, my setup is mad. So I've got a stepladder on a bed, which has got a um, uh, a camera holder for my phone because I need to... <laughs> what are you holding up? <laughs> Mr. Fox, um, Mr. Fox is in the building. Um, yeah. I've got this spotlight thing and then the Zoom recorder and it's all looking a bit mad. It's all looking a bit quarantine-y. <laughs> okay. Alex, Alex Reed's background is by far the best out Look, of all of us. Yeah, yeah so definitely. I'm, Mine's my bedroom wall. So I'm in my loft room, the same room I've had since I was 14. Hence... Mr. Fox, right, right here. Mr. Fox. Mr. Fox. Shout I'm out, Mr. Fox. I'm trying to make him a, a key feature to most of my content from now on. Mm. Um, like but yeah, that. you should so, you should do like the thing. The uh, is it Seinfeld where they always had like a Superman in every episode? Oh, right. You should like just have him placed in the background of all your videos. I think I'm going to do that, you know, because I feel like he's, he's, just, he's deserving. He's been a, he's been through like he lost an eye and everything. Yeah, oh, he's, he's been through the wars. He's been through it. Been out here since 1992. <laughs> Mad. Jeez. But um, no, nah, wow. but I'm in my room and I've got a I've got my phone on a on a tripod, um, so I've taken like random pics of us chatting. But I've got my ring light <laughs> here, and I've got my what do you call this again? Yeti mic. Yeti mic. So I had yeah. to get the Yeti mic like back in, well, beginning of last year I think um, when I got the when I got my computer because I wanted to start editing and recording at home. And you know what? Like, I'm actually quite happy with the with the with the Yeti and the kind of the, the quality yeah. it makes as well. But I've got a Zoom and stuff. Um, just the one. What's the one that you've got? You've got the H6. H6. I got the H6. Yeah. With the, it's got four inputs. I've got the yeah. H4. So that's what only two inputs in it. Yeah. 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 That's that's yeah. Yeah. So, I mean that's that's what I started with. I upgraded mine like a few mm-hmm. months ago because I just 
wanted to do more group conversations. I, I just didn't know that the group conversations were going to start happening through Zoom and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's crazy, man. Crazy times. I mean, just for context, like if someone's listening to this in five years and they're like, oh, what the hell are they doing? Um, we're in London. It's, um, the, it's the end of March, pretty much. And the whole country is pretty much in lockdown. Um, you know, we've got to stay in our houses, um, travel, uh, is not advised unless completely essential and um yeah this is all due to the coronavirus covid-19 yeah um which yeah. is spread throughout the world and is causing havoc both um for for people's health um but also economically and that is just having a, an effect on everything yeah. everything is it's, yeah. yeah wow how are you guys feeling uh, about that just i i actually <laughs> think it's it's really mad how how globally like mm. how it's affecting everything like there's not one person or one thing or one country that hasn't been affected it's literally spread all across the mm. world like all all economies are like messed up like everyone's day-to-day -day life has been affected by this one virus and it's like i mean it's like a movie or something it's, it's, mm. it's honestly it feels so surreal it feels so surreal like it, it honestly feels like we're in a movie, but you know, movies last for two hours and we're feeling like every single injury. Yeah, every single like, day. Wow. It's like you wake up, it's like day three in the lockdown <laughs> or day three. Yeah, yeah. So like London's going into a, lock, a lockdown as of the 19th, oh, the 19th, the 20th of March. Um, I don't know how to feel about what, that. I, what, is that official? <laughs> yeah, it's going in from Friday. It's going into a lockdown. Now, what, what, I didn't even see that. Shit. Yeah, that was yesterday. He put that out, um, and then like you know, and then what? I, what I'm not really too happy about is the fact that people keep talking and telling. And I don't know if you guys have you guys have had it, but all of the messages that keep coming into WhatsApp and all these oh, the voice notes and days. all that stuff. I'm like, everybody is moving mad. I've seen people fighting in um, like pictures of people fighting in Iceland in Brixton from yep, yep. from Audi in in Northwood in um Nor South Norwood. To are these all South Lon London? No, nah, there's actually but... like there's a there's a people are standing in an orderly queue outside of um Costco yeah. in Watford, so like wow, <laughs> something to say. But I'm like, nah, I was in Costco this morning and um, yeah, like everybody was going a bit crazy for this toilet paper situation, and I've never, I've never I don't know what that's like about, it. man. That's it's just mad. that's it's, just crazy. I, I like, only went in there for fabric conditioner because. Man needs to wash his clothes. If we're going to be inside, for, <laughs> if we're going to be inside for like two weeks, that's something that needs mm. to happen, you know? Yeah. See, I'm, I, I'm like of the opinion, like I've just come back from traveling. It's like, you're not washing your clothes that often. I'm like, just use water. If you can use water to clean anything, it's fine. Like you don't need the soap. If you run out of soap, like I'm not going to you know stress what? kind yeah. of thing. That's what I'm saying. That's funny actually, because it, it, it brings a different perspective. Like you've just come back off of a very eye opening, um, I was about to say tour, like it just was a, a, tour. a journey like yeah it was a tour it was like like me, 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 and, me and Alex Reeds was on uh, you know Instagram looking at Manzi's travels and we were like raw like this is this is sick like because you didn't actually plan it the whole way through did you no nah, not at all man like I, I mean the the plan was originally so started in in Rio in Brazil and then the plan was to like make our way south like pass through Uruguay into Buenos Aires, like check out a bit of Argentina and then like head west across Argentina into Chile mm. because I, I got two friends from Chile that I wanted to go and visit. 
well, basically what happened was we got we got distracted halfway and we ended up like completely detouring. Like we we didn't end up. So from Buenos Aires, we were going to head like slightly north in Argentina mm-hmm. to like Men- uh, Salta and then Mendoza. And then Mendoza is quite close to Chile. So you can mm-hmm. like a couple of hours across the border. So that was the original plan. Okay. We actually ended up heading south <laughs> from uh Buenos Aires and spending like a week with a group of girls that we met and became really friendly with they like showed us around their town mm-hmm. and then from there I ended up going to Patagonia which I wasn't at all planning and then from Patagonia I decided to go to, just straight to Colombia because it turned out that my two friends that were from uh Chile and Santiago both weren't in Santiago when I wanted to visit so I was like no oh, way well yeah so I was like okay I just changed my plan I'll go somewhere that else so wow that is amazing. But that's one of the great things about traveling, man, is you have the opportunity to to be dynamic mm. and, and it's, a, it's, it's a, a lifestyle that you don't get to fully appreciate when you're living your day-to-day life at home, like being able to change so quickly and make a new decision and go, actually, no, nah, I'm not going to do this. I'm just going to go here instead. Yeah. yeah. So wow. it's like, it is eye-opening. Yeah. Definitely, man. And what, what was it? What was the shock like when you get got back to, to here and like with everything that was happening apart from Corona I mean yeah I mean it's been a bit of a weird one because I'm, I've only really been back two weeks but it feels like I've been back six months already mm. because there's like so much has happened in a short span of time and like I came home so the reason I only did two months is because I, I had a skin holiday booked with, with my friends which is like an annual trip mm. and it was already like mostly paid for so I was like well I can't like spend the money and not go so I yeah. flew back to, to do the ski trip and then my plan was to stay in London for a couple of weeks. So I've got a friend's wedding supposed to be happening next week, which oh, I think is highly wow. unlikely now. Oh, man. Uh, so stay, stay, yeah, stay around for the wedding. And then um, in April, I was going to go traveling again. But like, all of that has totally changed. So I've kind of just been in like this weird limbo situation of like, uh, I don't know what's happening right now. I'm just sort of just vibing and going with the flow. Like you can't, like for me, it's like you can't change the situation. So, okay that's done i can't change the fact that no one can travel and we're in lockdown that's just a fact of life right now so what are the positive things i can look to do out of it and like how can i be productive what are the things that i can do and then once everything blows over hopefully sooner rather than later you know i can go back to what i was i was planning hopefully what's interesting is that when you was over there you were kind of like in the flow of life i like you can just choose to go this country or that country but now you've come into a different side of the same thing where it's like you're still in the flow of life but more of an acceptance like we've just got to stay still like we can't do a b and c now you know yeah it's mad it's also like i feel i feel a little bit grateful that i am here because i've been chatting to a few people who who are still traveling who i met out there like there's there's a girl i know who's she's in peru at the minute and she's literally quarantined in a hostel for two weeks oh, like she can't she can't leave the hostel for 14 days and there's another girl who's from peru and she's in colombia and it's the same for her she's quarantined in colombia and she was supposed to fly back to peru like two days mm-hmm. ago or something so there's like a lot of like people whose not only travel plans have been messed up but like they're just stuck in in a place and they can't they can't do anything about it and it's like at least i'm here i'm home i've got home comforts like yeah yeah if you're stuck in a hostel like it's a bit of a like big brother situation where you're just stuck in this building with all these random people for like two weeks yeah for real for real. In a, yeah in another country and then you're at you know you have to use their health service potentially as well which is yeah exactly with a language you may not understand mm. I was supposed Italian. to be in um I was supposed to be in Grenada in the Caribbean this yeah, weekend. Yeah, I remember you um, saying, yeah. Yeah, to bury my grandmother and we've mm. had to cancel that. 
Wow. Sorry, no, no, no. We haven't had we haven't had to cancel it. The flights have been cancelled. It's been cancelled. Oh, okay. yeah. It's being cancelled um, because they've stopped accepting people from the UK as of yesterday. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, it's crazy. Like we, could, if we had gone, like if these, let's say that the flight was yesterday, for example, mm-hmm. and we went, we could have landed, and they say you you're gonna have to quarantine for fourteen days. Mm. Yeah, my aunt was meant to go so, to Jamaica way, a few weeks ago, and um, we were just like because my granddad lives out there. And it was just before, like, the first coronavirus outbreak in Jamaica. And Holness, mm. um, wow. well, the Prime Minister was like, yeah, we don't want any any anybody from Britain coming. Like, it's just one, mm. I think they said it was one woman from Brixton came and, like, gave everybody corona. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I think she was in Jamaica for a funeral or something. But I think but my aunt, yeah. if she had gone, she would have been quarantined. Yeah, she yeah. She would have been yeah. quarantined. And, it would, and it's like... You, like, you've got a, you've got a way up whether um, you want to be put in that situation when you get there because also like my granddad's like in his eighties as well like and he mm, would be mm, highly compromised horrible. to that stuff and he's not you know yeah, he's not been exactly. he's not lived in the UK for years basically or at least yeah. twenty years. Man. Yeah, it's mad. It's like it, there's a friend of mine. I was just checking on my phone while you're talking there to make sure I wasn't making it up. But there's a friend of mine who's who arrived in Bali like yesterday and has to come straight back like his yeah his caption on his photo on his instagram was like more time in the air than in the country but we'll be back soon so they've they've obviously landed yeah and they've probably been told well you can be quarantined for two weeks and they're probably there for less than two weeks or you can just go straight home so it's like it's yeah it's a mad situation man Mm. mad Mad. what about you i wonder wonder what the money situation is with that though because technically the flight has done their part in, sorry, the airline's done their part in completing the flight. So they're going to, they may have a bit of a battle on their hand. It's mad. Yeah, like all the, the all the, all the, all the unique situations that I'm seeing popping up on Twitter, man. Like it's crazy. Like this is obviously hit the economy hard mm-hmm. and I'm seeing people like are losing their jobs and stuff on Twitter. Like, um, I saw a girl tweet earlier, just had a call from my COO, um, said there's nothing they can do. And now I've got no job. Wow. You know, it's wow. just like that. It's crazy. Just like that. And then people in the replies yeah. are saying, oh, so sorry to hear that. And then other people are like, same things just happened to me. And um, yeah. I mean, in my line of work, in, in, in my in my day job, um, you know, we look after several businesses and I'm starting to see that as well from, from those businesses. So it's just like, wow, people are really making um, like do or die decisions mm. at the moment. You know, yeah. it's, it's, this mm. is unprecedented. I've had, I've had yeah. certain jobs cancel on me and whatnot but hey silver linings you can't really you know what i mean like it's just yeah, for, um, for real you've got to just like, figuring out how to spend your time really um mm. and i've spoken to a lot of people especially when they come on full-time contracts they're like oh my god i want to do work from home or i'm so bored what did i do i'm like well i've been housebound since like 2019 but um <laughs> But it's also like a, it's like, I just, you know, you got to try and like spend every moment just trying to like do something, do something different, yeah. I guess. You, like, it's a challenge to kind of make, um, make sense out of all of this. You know what I mean? Definitely. Like you have to add variety where you can mm. and you have to be smart about your space. And, you know, we, we all live in London and space is such a hot commodity. If you have it, then it's amazing. Yeah. But, you know, it really highlights, you know, a lot of us are in different situations like, mm. um, me and my me and my wife live with um live with parents so that's that's difficult it i mean it's great but it's also difficult in terms of space yeah so like yeah 
um, you know, my setup proves this right now. You know, <laughs> putting it on a putting my phone on a stepladder so I can record like this. Oh, in a, I'm, in not gonna, a, I'm not going to lie, you look like you're in a cupboard. I or something. thought you were in a wardrobe <laughs> or something. So telling jokes. you, I'm telling you, I'm telling you. <laughs> Reads, I'm in your wardrobe somewhere there. <laughs> do I have a wardrobe? This is the question. This is the question. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. You might. You might do. I actually don't um, have one. Um, I've never. I don't think I've ever had one. Listen, okay, so my room's a really weird setup. It's the loft, but it kind of didn't expand out as it should have. So mm. um, yeah. I just kind of use every, like, corner or hook. So I've basically just got a railing with stuff hung up and then just a set Smash of drawers. It. But I would love to have a wardrobe at some point in life. Um, but <laughs> It's mad, isn't it, when we think about it, man? Mm. And uh, Alex, mm. do you, do you, do you, you got housemates? Oh, I said me, Alex. No, Manzi. So I'm, I'm, so I'm, I'm at my parents temporarily because, so before I went traveling, I basically took a decision in like June last year. I basically had to make a decision of like to, whether to stay at my flat mm. um, and take on some work or move back in with my parents, take on the same work and save the money so that I could go traveling. Yeah. So I, I, I left my flat um, in June and moved back in with my parents in July. So I did like five months with my parents, went traveling in, like I said, January, February. And then the plan mm. was to spend most of this year traveling. Right. So I'm just, yeah, I'm just in my old bedroom mm. that I like left like five years ago. <laughs> wow. which is really bizarre but it's also like it's a, it's a strange situation because obviously like living in your own space you're used to your own space and doing everything your own way and like coming back home yeah man and being here and especially being indoors all day it's like there's mm. my mum my dad at home my grandma is here she's like she's been here since like November like oh. she's from Italy mm. obviously she couldn't go back home mm. yeah she's, she's still yeah. here Um, so there's like four of us plus a plus the dog so it's like yeah, space. I mean, space isn't like an issue, but it's like more. Um, it's like the the crossing of things, isn't it? Just like especially dynamics. When yeah, especially when you're, um, you know, the the kind of work that we all do. Um, it's very hard for people to know that you're working because, like, mm. for me, for example, when I'm editing podcasts. I can't look at the audio whilst I'm editing it. So I would always go switch to a tab, s- scroll on Twitter while I'm listening because that helps me yeah. actually hear what's on, what I'm listening to. Um, okay. If anyone walked past me, they'd be like, oh, you're just on Twitter. That means yeah. you're available. Mm-hmm. That means yeah. you're available. To, and then they'll um, like tap on my shoulder and I'm like, oh, I'm working, I've got my headphones on. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's, yeah. it's hard. I go to my room and once my door is shut, don't, don't knock it. I beg. Like, <laughs> yeah. Just don't do it. Don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm always doing something or creating something recently but today as I was walking off I was like I'm recording don't knock on the door sort of thing yeah but um that's really funny because the whole like living at home situation like that is I think it's reality for a lot of people at this moment in time mm. and I find it I was talking to my cousin about this um earlier and it was like oh um if only, if only I like, if only I could have like a certain amount of money, or if I could, if I had a certain salary or something, then I would like move out or whatever. And I feel like we're all kind of like psychologically trapped by this this idea of having a salary that would free us from sort of thing. But, yeah. I'm, but I've always remembered like thinking about what Manzi was talking about with regards to traveling and stuff. Um, I think I remember I was given this kind of ultimatum by somebody. It was literally like, if you live at home, you should travel. If you if you live alone, then you probably won't. The money that you have won't go to travel unless you're earning enough or earning loads yeah, of yeah. money 
Do you know what I yeah. mean? And I f- because the other thing is as well, like if you're if you've got your own place that you're renting or you own, like if you go traveling, so say for example, I I was budgeting like fifteen hundred to two thousand pound a month to travel, which is is more than is more than enough, yeah. right? Mm. But if you've got rent to pay on top of that, that's another like minimum six seven eight hundred quid on top so like all of a sudden your budget for travel was like increased by like 50 percent you gotta up them affiliate links man you gotta you gotta gotta push that (laughs) you gotta get those brand deals i'm telling you i'm telling you trust me and thing is like that's that's bare minimum that's not even counting um like bills or debts which you know most people have so it's yeah it's you do think that you have that ultimatum in Mm. mind Um, yes I think I think times like this that we're in though really helps uh perspective and reality like um don't correct me if I'm wrong but we're all from immigrant families and yeah our our olders would have come to this country with the the view of I need to survive I need to you know bring my family over and 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 make a success of this mm. um and I feel that that generation kind of um experienced happiness in a different way because they you know to get a house family and they're traveling here and there not to not in a not in a way that we kind of think of it now like our the general millennial view of happiness is being able to work where you want uh travel when you want eat what you want mm. you know what i mean like it's complete freedom it's complete freedom basically yeah. and we're we're now in a stage where the, the airlines are going to have to stop. Do you know what I mean? So that just shows that yeah. the whole world is not free now. Right now, like you're to, to, for us to become free, we have to be still, mm. which is crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. You know what? I think it's like because we've been given this this thing where they've said, "Don't leave the house, don't touch anybody, don't um, mm. like do all of this stuff when you come in." Like you know, wash your hands now and. Um, yeah. It's basically stuff. the government the government is a Jamaican parent <laughs> honestly don't don't leave the house don't come in don't bring nobody Just... with you no, but make sure you wash your hands trust me no but honestly it's like okay cool so now they're telling us to do all of this stuff and now everybody's going on like have you seen um i've just noticed like that we've been we've been like well, I have been inundated with like loads of messages from like online businesses all of a sudden. Everyone's talking all about doing um online things and everyone's like, Oh, how can we make working at home feel better and all this stuff? And I'm like, Yeah, so there yeah. was a whole percentage of freelancers who worked from home. There are disabled people who've been working from home, yeah. who've been trying to campaign for working from home all this time. Mm. But only now, only now you want to start delivering coffee to people's houses because they might drink coffee. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, nah, this is just on some next pool. But what's going to change is the culture. What's going to change the way that people think about working. If you, if they've looked at it now and thinking, oh, we can maintain the same amount of profits, get better output, and nobody has to be in the office, well, we just may as well just sell up and then everybody can just work remotely. And I'm like, yeah, this yeah. is something yeah. that Jeremy Corbyn, for example, I don't want to get it too political in here, but... Mm. Is literally what he was saying for most of like what or trying to push for most of his election and nobody wanted to yeah. hear it to be honest and now yeah. here we are but <laughs> he, he you know, can't on, hear on, must feel in it you know yeah exactly but you know on a slightly controversial one and this is just the way my mind works sometimes okay. do you know and it might sound a bit bad but do you not think that like this has happened for a reason like it almost feels like 
a response from nature. Yeah. Like nature's gone Absolutely. like you lot are messing up. Absolutely. Like this thing is gonna cause an absolute madness and you're all gonna have to rethink everything you know about life and work and perspectives <laughs> and like what you're doing with your days yeah. and how you how you travel, how you even spend time at home, how you spend time with people. Yeah. Everything. Like, it, does, it does feel like a bit of a Listen, madness. If nature like wasn't Jamaican parent, this is, this is, this is, this is, <laughs> this is nature beating us and saying, look, trust yeah. me, man. Wow. So I don't know, man. He who can't hear must feel, man. Must that's that's exactly, I, I mean, I do believe that's kind of what's happening because this is the one thing that it's affecting everybody equally. And I really feel sorry for the people that are obviously going through health issues. There's a lot of, a lot of deaths. Um, and it's just a terrible situation. Um, but for the, for the rest of the the people out there, it's making, like you said, it's making everybody rethink, reevaluate everything, Mm. you know, because it's, it's not like a, it's not an anecdotal thing like, oh, this thing's happening in Syria and everyone changes yeah. changes their profile picture blue or something like that in solidarity. Yeah. This is, no, this shit is real for every mm. single one of us yeah. on in, in the world. And it's, yeah. when has that happened? Yeah. When has that happened? Yeah. It's not in our generation, it hasn't. And even if you're thinking about like world wars, mm-hmm. I mean, it's a world war. Yes, it does affect everything. Um, but we didn't have the internet back then. Yeah. And, now yeah. we've got full visibility, real time of what's mm-hmm. happening mm-hmm. in and every inch of the world. And it's insane. You know what has to be like, sorry. I, <laughs> um, but the, 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 the way the internet has kind of operated um, with regards to memes and videos and gifts around this has been um, an amazing relief as well. Because mm, yeah. you can't be like you can't be like the thing is you can't be so serious all the time about it. Because the thing is, people are afraid. People are actually afraid. Mm. And you know, when the media is pushing this like this ideolo- ideology of fear and stuff, and it just kind of makes it that just much much more bearable. If mm. we have like you know the, you know Cardi B like Cardi B saying coronavirus for ages, coronavirus, uh, <laughs> coronavirus <laughs> that like literally has become like a chart topping <laughs> song. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, I can't yeah. remember who made it, but shout out to whoever it was. Um, yeah, yeah. It's become a chart topping <laughs> song. Like my cousin messaged me and was like, "Oh, it's ninety seven and then he's like, "Oh snap!" Within two hours, it was number eleven on the Apple wow. on um, yeah Apple Music. So it's just like you got to look at look at all of that and I do think that you know to to follow what you said Manzi about you know from nature and stuff man there's so much that we haven't um like what's the word learn from as humanity you know what mm. I mean with regards to the way that we've treated it and the way that people have treated it um we had a whole extinction rebellion talking about like you need to sort out the planet. Everybody needs this. This is the major cause, and everyone's telling us, "No, it's Brexit. Brexit's the cause." Da, 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 Brexit's yeah, people. yeah, that's right. If we die tomorrow, what's everybody talking about? Coronavirus. Exactly. <laughs> like, mm. you know, what I mean, no one's talking about Brexit. I've not heard the word Brexit yeah. for the past like a month or an, and a half. The closest uh, I've heard Brexit it, almost seems like the good old days, doesn't <laughs> you know it? I mean? Oh, do you remember when we used to talk about Brexit in the weather? <laughs> the closest honestly, I've heard is that e, the EU have said, "Oh, they're closing their borders for thirty days." That is, yeah, that is the closest I've heard. Of, of Brexit and Brexit wasn't even mentioned so I'm not like you know I'm it's just mad and like... I've, I've seen some um, some images of or some satellite imagery of mm. how th- everyone being locked down how that's positively affecting 
climate mm. change um, and like the emissions and all that kind of stuff because obviously this is what people were like campaigning for isn't it like if you stop if you if you reduce the carbon footprint um, this is the effect and you can't reduce more than stopping all the flights do you know what I mean which is <laughs> what's going to happen or what is happening yeah, and so crazy the, the world has a way of healing itself like I've always said like people because people will be like oh you know like we've got to protect us um, protect life on the planet and we need to save planet earth and I'm like planet earth is going to be fine you know we need to, it's, it's <laughs> us that we need to, to to save do you know what I mean like we need to change our behaviours mm. and this is what's happening like with with um, COVID-19 um, it's making us evaluate and, and change up everything yeah yeah do you know what I've really I've I mean you know, I'm like, I always like to see the positives, right? So I, I've really enjoyed the, what you were just touching on there, right? Like seeing the images in, I think it's in Venice of like Yo. people saying like the water's been the clearest yeah. it's been for 60 years and like yeah. ducks have come back that into the canals amazing. and like dolphins are starting to swim back up there. Dolphins, and you know. Like all this craziness. Dolphins. Actual dolphins. Yeah, dolphins swimming up the canals in in venice because the water is so to learn clean. To cherish it, this. I hope that we all learn from this. You yeah. Know? Like I feel and, like. And even like the. The, the, the shows of like community like you know you've seen the videos of, Italy of the, the balconies yeah. in Italy and like oh, the yeah. guy in Spain who was doing like a workout <laughs> the workouts the yeah that was sick I like, like that and every and nearly, it's, just it's like every Jamaican has made a song <laughs> yeah oh my <laughs> days yeah Did you, have I, you seen the one in the drive-thru yes what with the dinosaur nah no, no, there's a Jamaican oh, no. guy. I don't know if, if he's in Jamaica, but he's he's uh, singing like a reggae song about coronavirus to the to the to the drive-through window. It's so funny. <laughs> Jamaicans are Jamaicans are a next breed, you know. No, yeah, it's so crazy. good, so creative. But yeah, so so how, how have you guys been dealing with the whole home situation? Like being, I know, right? You've been out and about at work. Yeah, still, like, so Alex, like being at home. I've been like, here. You, you, <laughs> I've been here. I don't, been I don't here. want people you, in the house. This is the thing. Maybe have you have you like struggled with? I know you you spend a lot of time working at home mm. anyway, but have you struggled with like routine wise or like just being or feeling like you're you know kind of trapped in? You know what? Um, I'm a, <laughs> I'm always challenging myself to do stuff. Like I'm literally, and I think I spoke to Ryan about this previously. It was about um like the the you know Robin Sharma's the five AM club and stuff and yeah. um. I was literally just like, you know what? I need to change some habits. I need to sort my life out. Like, I'm always trying to challenge myself to do something different. And I'm thinking, and I figured, like, when you're freelancing and you're actually like, and you, you the time is your own. Literally, you are your own. But like, you wake up at what time? You start the work at whatever time you want. You work for however long you want, and and as long as you get the job done, it's all good. Um, but. I've really been taking the time to sit down and say, look, I'm going to need, I'm going to, I need to get up early each day. That's number one. So my day starts at five. Well, I get up at five o'clock. I have to get up within 10 minutes. That's the whole Tom Billu mm. thing. Um, yeah. He was like, get up within 10 minutes of um, your alarm and stuff. So I, I just kind of rise and roll out of bed and see what I can do after that. Um, but the whole challenge is getting out of bed. Um, and that's with, and that's something, you know, that was really tough for me for like the first, I want, to, I want to say two, three weeks. After that, it's like it's just been an amazing habit of like getting up at five, mm. five o'clock, up, uh, exercise, shower, um, come down, do gratitudes, write, um, kind of listen to a podcast or watch a YouTube video or just sit there and think. 
maybe just give myself the space to do it and that's all mm. done within the hour of between five and six so then by the time Amazing. if wow. I have it to six o'clock now I'm like okay so because I'm writing this book it's like I'm at, the, I'm at my desk here writing for a few hours um and whether I have a podcast or music playing in the background that's my thing then by 11 and I intermittent fast so by 11 now I'm like okay cool I can start eating that just means that I can kind of start to slow down because by the afternoon I lo- I lose energy I start to not be able to focus I can't do anything yeah. too um too brain heavy um after after say two o'clock so I just so mm. I kind of just start winding down from like midday onwards um and that's when I probably end up doing things like you know podcasting or my um YouTube stuff only recently just decided to jump on that but congrats oh thank you but I have no idea what I'm doing literally the camera is there I'm looking at it it's looking back at me it shuts off because I'm looking at it for too long it's just it's it's all a bit (laughs) a bit mad yeah it's a bit weird yeah and then so that's kind of where I'm going with the routine and I had to kind of build that routine in for myself or else I would I wouldn't know what to do do you see what I mean? Definitely, man. That's what's really good about that as well, though, is that you've really leaned into what works for you. Yeah, like, you know, like you, you know, when in the day is is good for you to work. Absolutely, I'm not. A, I'm not a night owl at all. I'm not that person, <laughs> and I don't know what thing is. I don't know what I was doing at uni. Like, I really thought that I could be this person that was like, oh, I'm gonna be up until like three, four a.m. doing study. Rev-. I'm not that person. I really should have just been up earlier and working for longer in the in the morning self-awareness yeah i really should have yeah, no, yeah, exactly. no self-awareness at uni i don't know mm. what was going on don't know how i made it <laughs> don't know how they let me out <laughs> but like um but how have you how have what's you guys, amazing huh? what just to pick up on what you're saying there as well like um and it, it's not going to work for everyone but no. either working late when everyone's asleep or getting up early when everyone's asleep it's kind of it's a golden time because it's like the only time especially now where everyone's at home it's like this is probably the only time you're going to have without any kind of distractions or noise. And, Mm. you know, there may be a lot of parents watching this um, as well. And (laughs) those hours are golden because the the kids probably or might not be awake as well. Mm -hmm. So experiment with that as well, because they, that might be the time where you can actually self care. Like, even if you're not doing like, if you, even if you're not doing your side (laughs) hustle or anything like that, Mm. um, maybe just use that time to, take care of yourself because it's so vital. Absolutely. Absolutely. I've basically been following, um, one of my idols is uh, Sterling K. Brown. I don't know if you know who he is. Okay. He's, an, he's an actor. Mm. He's in, um, he was in Black Panther for like briefly. Well, he was in Black Panther all the way through, <laughs> but he wasn't, he didn't get much screen time because of his character. Um, he's okay. in this show called This Is Us. I don't know if you've seen This Is Us. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he was yeah. in Waves yeah. and stuff, but basically he had this thing where he, um, where he kind of outlined his fitness program. Mm. On, on on with men's health and something and he just basically this is the kind of he said this is what he does as like a base before he kind of like when he's on the road or when he's traveling or when he's on set and stuff and he just wants to just kind of hit a, hit a bit of a workout and it's like this pyramid challenge of just like burpees push-ups um, um reverse crunches and squats um, and if you've got pull up if you've got a pull-up bar of some kind then that's, that's very helpful as well i can barely do a pull-up yeah I'm, I'm trying. i hate burpees I, I, worst I, exercise I, ever designed you know what oh. with me with me being in the loft right i can't do burpees because yeah. it's like 
I made a, like one little move, like my weights, my weights kind of rolled after I was doing some kind of, some row of some kind. And um, <laughs> like when I put them down, like my mum and dad are like literally directly beneath me. So oh, they, were, no. they were hearing like, what is this kind of, what is this, what is this noise? Why? Why? No one's happy at 5am. Um, but at yeah, five a.m. At five a.m. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> at five a.m. My dad's usually up before six, but it's like it's like what is what is that? But it's um it's a really good workout, and um like I would implore anybody just to kind of like Google that workout for with, if you just do Sterling K Brown workout men's health, it's like it's really cool. Yeah. Um, because when you think about it, you end up if you do that every day, you end up doing yes. like what. A hundred push-ups a day, a hundred of those crunches yeah, a day. That's you're like, yeah. what? Mad. Um, and you feel yeah. pumped as well. Like you feel energized mm. for the day mm. that's coming. Like you just if you're just and that's so there, key. Like, yeah, because I think that yeah. trying. I mean, ideally, I would do two workouts a day because again, I have the time and I'm in my room. But um, you you do burn out and you get tired. So like you know what I mean. But if you do one workout in the morning, at least you can say, well. I don't even need to do the next one in the afternoon because I know I've done what I need to do in the morning and you're yeah. all right. You know? Yeah, small, yeah, small wins, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, I've I've got kind of lazy with the workout situation because obviously being away, I wasn't doing much at all. Mm. And then since coming back, I've kind of struggled to get back into the flow of it. But mm. so I've, was been going gym. I've been cheating. What you been, what yeah, you been I was cheating like, doing? Before, yeah. before I was going gym like three times yeah. a week, like yeah, religiously, I was in the, in the gym at seven. Yeah. Mm. Like since I've come back, I've like I've not been setting an alarm. I'm not gonna lie, but I'm still up at like eight o'clock. Mm. But I've been taking it easy, and, and my cheat code is like I've been doing like a thirty forty minute yoga session in the morning. Okay, mm. so, so like, even that is something that you can do. Yeah, it's second, still yeah, it's still definitely and yoga is hard, out, but it's yoga it is, is hard. hard. No, it is hard. That, but that's yeah, why right, I enjoy yeah. it because it's, cha- it's challenging enough to like you can get injured doing yoga as well. Can't uh, yeah, you, right? yeah, you definitely can. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's no, but it's it is it's, ch- it's challenging enough to like make you feel like you've been productive yeah. with some form of exercise. But for me, because I've got quite a lot of energy in the mornings, like I I need to like figure out a way mm. to bring some sort of workout routine into my living room, um, which I haven't figured out yet. But this workout that you're talking about, Alex, sounds really yeah, good. Yeah, try it. Yeah, try it. it. Does. Um, and there's also the Fit app, which I keep pushing, mm. but it's like when my friend he kind of he made he made this app, which is really cool, and it's just got like loads of different trainers and whatnot, and you can literally just choose whichever. Um, kind of workout you want whether it be cardio or strength and just yeah, kind of nice. get on with it and they're all set for the house so yeah like something yeah because I'm, I'm like i like to go to the gym and go like okay same, i already know what same the, the, the exercises i need same. to do and i'm just going to follow this this six seven eight exercises i don't want to have to like think okay i'm going to do this okay yeah, what can i do next yeah. okay next same. i'm going to do prescriptions that. but some it? people some people thrive off of that some people walk mm. into the gym with no plan and they get there and they go okay I'm going to do this first and I'm going to do that and I'm going to do... I don't think they walk in there with no plan. I just think they just walk in there and know what they're doing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, there is that. And I'm the same. Mm. I can go into a gym and know what I want to do. But I actually, I just prefer like having, before I've even walked in, like it's sorted. Mm. Even if it means I have to write it myself before I go, like the eight exercises or things I want to do or what type of workout. Like, I prefer walking in without having to think about it. Like it's already done. It was the worst thing because I, I made a, I made a whole plan. I was like, I'm gonna go to the like I'm from Monday. This Monday coming, I was gonna do a hundred days of because I was talking to um Beckford, and I was oh, yeah. like, he's doing a hundred days of gym. Henley Beckford, mm. yeah, he, Ryan interviewed, and I was like, okay, you're doing a hundred days of gym. I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna do that from Monday. 
look at what's happened this week, guys. <laughs> this week I Myth. said, don't go out of yeah, the house yeah. and you're going to go to the gym and people are touching it. And I'm like, no. But you know what? That's, 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 that's a good lesson in one, just starting now and starting where you are. Exactly. Because it's such a trap, especially with exercise. People be like, you know what? From Monday, I'm going to start eating well. And then from Monday, I'm going to start doing this and you might be on Wednesday right now and then you've got Absolutely. from Wednesday to Monday to start building up this perfect Absolutely. routine just be an and it God. ends up being so unachievable <laughs> yeah, it, yeah there you go it, then there's an act of world it's like yeah what are you going to yeah. do about that so but if you're really committed to doing it you, you'd find a yeah. way to do it right for me, yeah. yeah for me it was a bit like I was just like cause my, like I, a member of family who is like um, immunocompromised so it's a bit like well I can't really I, if, if I was selfish I could really just be like I'm going out to do whatever that's right yeah it's a right. bit like i can't just be yeah. outside doing any randomness unless it's to the chemist and back <laughs> to yeah, yeah yeah but yeah but also like i think what rye's saying is like it's so true like it's a lesson in starting now but also a lesson in being dynamic and like being mm. being adaptive to like what's happening because like literally two three weeks ago like no one could have predicted like where we are right now mm. like it almost seems so far away like three it's, weeks ago it's crazy in, in reality three weeks isn't that long at all so it's mad it's like every week has felt like a month to... exactly and it's, it's actually crazy i saw something on instagram today it was like believe it or not this was a week ago and i was looking mm. at the picture like oh it was like a football related thing i was like oh my god that feels like ages ago but it's just like everything's happened so quick so like i think this this lesson in us needing to be adaptive and change and and, and be dynamic with the situation is going to be really powerful man and it's like absolutely yeah absolutely. It's a big, i think it's a big lesson in all of this for a lot of people or for most people definitely man and look in in times like this as well like because this has happened before um, not in this way but things like that the global events happen and if you're lucky enough to be alive there are ways and there are opportunities because things change like the world changes so in that if we keep our eyes open um there are opportunities that we can seize mm. upon. Do you know mm. what I mean? So this could be a two week thing. This could be a two month thing. This could be a two year thing. Um, but within that time, it's like, all right, how can I be adaptive and how can I add value where mm. I can? It might be something completely different to what you've always imagined. Oh, I've worked 35 years to be in this industry or well, all these talents, but you know, yeah. you know, exactly like change the plan. Yeah. Like what can you, what can you do now? Like you've just yeah. got to, play the cards you're dealt kind of thing all right guys what are the kind of um obviously it's me it's alex reads what are the books come on now come on what we're we gonna <laughs> share because i was literally just um <laughs> reading um the four hour work week the other day yep, um, yep. Which, is, yeah. which is somewhere on there there up there somewhere um <laughs> and it was like um it was he was basically saying like ah oh, you are um the people that want to want to live till retirement till they retire are kind of like the they're literally non-starters and they don't want to do anything and they want to wait 35 years until they're able to do stuff and mm. you know i was thinking about it and i was like this is actually so relevant for for now do you know what i mean like mm. there's so many people that are just like oh what about oh what if oh maybe i'm like really and truly like the internet is the strongest thing at this moment in time i would get on there and study a course or, yeah. you know, I mean, you're at home, you may yeah, as well right. just like, right. you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, if you're working from home, you're probably doing what is required for your role and stuff. But you're like, get on a course, get on it, get on something. 
rest, obviously, but like, you know what I mean? Mm. But try and do something like. Uh, yeah, it's, it's a good time to upskill, man. Like uh, everything is, every everything is online. Like thankfully we had the internet because boy, can you imagine if it was a lockdown and we had no internet? No, wow. that would be scratching on walls writing day one <laughs> yeah. in the yeah. lockdown honestly, <laughs> honestly. Yeah, what physical do? journaling yeah. who would you contact how how what, what? I wasn't even around when pages were available I'm so sorry I was probably what, what if, you, if, you, if you couldn't leave your house at all if you couldn't leave your house there was no internet literally if it was the 80s what would we do how would we even know not to leave the house we'd literally all be leaving the house wouldn't we You'd have, It'd just you'd be have radio, like, radio and TV. Yeah, it'd be the radio. Five channels, news, or yeah. four channels. Even. The, the, the three bulletins a day, and then what do you do? After do you, okay, do you, do you, do you think if? if it was like what? that, that people would be calmer? I think they would be. I think yeah, they maybe. Would be. I think if there was say, what, what if like there was no no power or no electricity, so you literally you couldn't lock into the TV or the radio. You had no internet. You'd be fine. Like, your phones didn't work. It will be Walking Dead. It will be the Walking Dead. Honestly, you it will be. You would literally, be literally my my bookshelf would be active. That's what it would that be. That is what. Yeah, I'm yeah. Saying. Oh, what was your question about books? Yeah, sorry. What books are we? <laughs> what books are we reading? <laughs> what books are we? What books are we reading? Because um, I think I might doing some stuff around books to read while in isolation. Because what? I'm, mm. because I think that's so prevalent. I mean, like that's the like the what? nearest form of communication that a lot of people have. Yeah. What what books are we reading right now? Yeah, what books are you reading right now? And well, also, like, kind funny, of what other stuff has kind of been helping you, just in general, and, and what kind of lessons? So, funnily enough, um, I don't ever do this, but I'm reading three books at the same time. You're reading three books? Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, but there's a reason why, and I, and I'll explain. So, the first one is um, Simon Sinek. Start with why? Okay, mm. because. This is the one book that, other than uh, Carol Dweck, uh, Growth Mindset, is the one book that I've had so many people recommend to me. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. So I'm reading it. I'm nearly at the end. So I'm, that's that's one that I read and I started reading it. But this 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 was in my bag for a month and a half before I picked it up while I was traveling. <laughs> so wow. it's a bit bashed up, but I took two other books. It's got character. While I was traveling. Yeah, it has. It's got, it's got a story as well. It's traveled. This is book scene in the world. Mm, um, like then the other two I'm reading is like, they're two very similar ones. So one's a daily stoic. I'm stoic. reading that. Yep. Oh yes, my days. My G. Look at <laughs> this. Hey. Oh, one second. It's not even in the thing. Here it is anyway, guys. Trust me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sick. Daily stoic. But I'm, it's I'm, so good. I'm cheating because I actually started this last, last January. So January 2019. Oh, okay. And I got as I got as far as um, I've got a bookmark in it. I got as far as May, mm. yeah, May the first before I before I gave not oh, gave okay. up on it. I just kept forgetting to read it. Okay. So I'm I'm recapping on the first half. It's so good, um, man. And then whilst I'm reading that, I'm also reading the Book of Life, which is a very similar book, which is broken okay. down into days. So you read one one passage a day, basically, and it's like a a meditate, not a meditate. It says a meditation. Who's but it by? This is uh, Krishnamurti, you know, my favourite... Uh, oh, right. My favorite oh, yeah, guy. you did. You told it's, me about that, that book. Yeah, it's called The Book of Life, this one. So I'm, I've Amazing. actually got three books on the go, which is like a very big rarity for me. I'm normally like a one book at a okay. time guy, but two of them are like, <laughs> you know what? read one passage a day yeah. kind of books. Do you know what I mean? Like that's, that's, what, that's the beauty of that. You know what I mean? You can be reading. I'm literally just slowly going for, obviously the Daily Stoic, it's just daily. It's just that thing, the kind of, that's the, yeah, thing, that like keeps me, that's the thing that keeps me accountable for each day. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like mm. I'll look at, mm. I'll read it and be like, oh, that's an interesting message for today. Yeah. And then I'll also, yeah. and then I'll also find this book. Um, 
the power of praying through the Bible. So it's basically got like little random verses in there that I just kind of like do a little flick through and then just kind of like see what's there. Um, And it's just a random thing. So like I kind of use them together just as a way to like balance the two. So Ryan, what you... uh, well, as you know, I listen to to audiobooks mainly. Yeah, yeah. Um, sure. so, but my ear, my my ears have been full of LBC, to be honest. The last LBC. Week. Yeah, yeah. Just just by like, right. just being, just hearing like what's happening with all the press conferences. Who's your favorite presenter on that Corona. show? Because oh, James O'Brien. All oh, right, snap. I was gonna say because the whole friendship yeah, relies yeah. on this on this answer. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no, nah, definitely. We need to know. Definitely. I mean, I've been busy at work and stuff, so yeah, I haven't yeah, really sure. been able to like to like listen. But where I have like commuting and things like that, um, I've just been doing that. But um, just trying to. Think. So I've read the Daily Stoic. Mm. Um, amazing, incredible. He's um, great. What's the last book I remember reading, listening to was um, Shoe Dog by Phil Knight, I've the founder mm, of Nike. Got Nike somewhere. Incredible, incredible, incredible. What Rob- a story. I read that. I'm going to say this time last year, I think it was like January last year. Mm. I just binged, I binged loads of audiobooks um, the beginning of last year. But that one is really, you know, when a book really sticks with you um, and some of the stories and uh, just what he had to go through to make what Nike is today. And obviously mm. we're, we're born in the 80s when it was like massive. Do you know yeah. what I mean? But and, and culturally massive as well. Like it's, to us, and correct me if I'm wrong, but brand wise back then you had like nike and and, and mcdonald's and michael jackson you know they're like yeah the, and michael jordan like all of these people were like they're the biggest brands mm. and you're hearing it from his first person point of view and mm-hmm. you're like wow like this has come from you know this guy and he, yeah he, he he went for a, a lot and like going japan and back and forth like wow especially back then in the 60s it's crazy yeah 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 I got gifted Shoe Dog by one of my guests. He was just like, here, this is this is the book. And I'm like, all right. <laughs> <Sick>. <laughs> I, need to, I need to sit down and read that, actually. Um, it's not on one of my present lists, but it's there. Um, it's on yeah. my books. That I've down, I downloaded a, a couple. The thing is, I'm a, like, what's the word? What's the word when you, um, when you see something and you just buy it? Impulse. Impulse. Impul- I'm a pulsive book buyer. An impulsive so book yeah so I'll just buy books and then have them there with the intention of reading them mm-hmm. and then they just sit there actually the last book I read was um, uh, what was it called it's all to do with uh, shareable content and what what makes okay. people share content and the, the basis behind the book is that um, things go viral because the content's emotional it, it hits okay. an emotion either you're sad happy it makes you laugh that's really it cool makes you cry etc that's really um, cool when you find it I'm blanking it. on the name I'll look for it now yeah um, mm. yeah I mean I think it's, I, I can't go back into I can't go into a bookshop I can't do it like it, it it would just I can't go into a bookshop and know that I can't buy anything do you see what I mean yeah I think that that's one of the weird that's one of the worst feelings for me right about now but um I've got, I just, I'm just on Audible and I just, uh, I've got a few credits. I'm around six credits left, actually. I'm so on, I just, yeah, one, so one, one, got, one I credit available. I have the audiobook thing. Pardon? Uh, what did you say? Oh, no, I said I've got one credit available. Oh. Ah. Um, yeah, I haven't got into the audiobook thing. Like, I, I really like the whole physical Mate, holding a book, reading it, black is, and white, print saying, on was, the page. Yeah, I'm an audible, I'm an audio learner, man. Like, if I haven't got, if it's not a podcast in my ear, it's an audiobook 
or it's something mm, yeah. that, or the radio or something or music obviously but it's like yeah. um I, I i just have to have some kind of conversation i guess um yeah but obviously Definitely. it depends on how it depends on how best you learn i guess and the thing is because i can because i read through across all platforms um the, the kindle just helps when i know that i just don't have much space um to carry a book or yeah. you know to carry whatever but um yeah, man. Either way, as long as you get the message, it's it's all good, isn't it? Like, like that's it. That's, yeah, I think. Yeah. That, that's it. I think it's how how you take that messaging. Because, mm. like, for me, like, I love listening to podcasts while I'm in the gym. Oh. I don't know why it's like the least pumped up thing ever. Yeah, but I really, it just really helps me focus <laughs> because, like, I'm working out and I'm listening to something, and they're the only two things I have to think about. Mm. Whereas, like, mm. at any other given point of the day, like, I can't, I can't be sat on my laptop working. And have a podcast on, for example, like you just wouldn't no, soak in no. or like an audio book. Whereas if I'm driving, it's the same thing. Like I, mm. I'm concentrating on the road and my mind is wondering, I'm not really taking in the audio that I'm hearing. Yeah. So I always have music playing. So the only time I can really like take in a podcast fully is, when is like when I'm gym. working out. Yeah. yeah. The thing is like, it's like that's only like with, with the gym, that's really down to, um, so okay, so I have I have my gym playlist, you know. So that's just like the, that's several things to help you lift what you need to lift. But also when I'm yeah. doing the cardio, like I tend to do lists. So that's low intensity, steady mm-hmm. state uh, cardio, and that's like a oh, okay. that's, that's like forty five minutes. So I will whack on a podcast that will take me for forty five, and I'll just mm, be like you know yeah. what, like that's cool because I'd rather be I'd rather feel like I'm in a conversation with somebody then feel that I'm not able to so making, like, like I'm just in a, like no, just in a song man. or in a playlist or whatever um, it's weird it kind of cut it, it spreads your focus but yeah. at the same time you focuses you. So if you're doing something if you if you're doing something that you're that you don't really want to be doing I exercise like mentally you want to do it but you're putting your body through a stress if you're taking that if you're distracting it essentially by listening to a podcast or music or something like that mm. that or audiobook that really it really does help i mean it really helps me mm-hmm. um especially on long drives what i found now because i'm such a, a podcast junkie is like <laughs> i won't i won't start driving unless i've got my playlist <laughs> do you know what i mean yep. because yep, yep, once yep, i finish yep. listening to Sutton, the next thing needs to come in because obviously you can't be touching your phone and stuff when driving <laughs> really um and what i find though is that it makes those drives really enjoyable and it imprints uh, the what I'm seeing in my with my eyes. It imprints that on my brain. Yeah. So if I yeah. rewind back to a podcast and I press play, and it instantly takes me back to yeah. where I was. Yeah. It's incredible. Sick. Yeah. And that's th- what what podcasts are you both listening to then right now? Like what are your go tos? Go tos. So for for, for long drives. The Dream is Disease. <laughs> talk, Alex talk. And the Ryan. Dream is Disease by <laughs> Alex Manzi and the Ryan Arsh show. <laughs> of course um, do you know what I Ooh. so for long drives especially um, Joe Rogan I'll just chuck on one of those is the video is the video paused I think Alex is frozen oh Alex is frozen in time um, so <laughs> we <yeah>. lost Alex <laughs> Joe man Rogan down. man down I've got Oprah's um, Super Soul Conversations I listen to a lot of Arsenal yeah. podcasts but obviously there's no football awesome. at the moment um, so I listen to the Ask Blog and the, um, the Arsenal Vision podcast. Um, 
when I want to hear what girls are talking about behind closed doors, I listen to receipts. Receipts. <laughs> Love the yeah. receipts, man. Yeah. When I want to um, feel like I'm just with the man them, like I'll, I'll tune into Free Shots or Tequila. Um, obviously, Lewis Howe's School of Greatness. There's just so many, so many good ones. I just have so... Because I'm such a podcast junkie, now I've got different apps for different kinds of podcasts. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Mate, so that's deep. That's so deep. It's mad. So I use Overcast for like Joe Rogan and like some of the longer form content. I use Breaker, which is more tech focused. Yeah. So I'll listen to the Naval podcast. Have you heard? Have oh, you listened yeah, to that? Yeah, I've heard, no, I've heard. Yeah. I've heard of it. I haven't listened to it. So what's amazing about well, Naval is an amazing philosopher, tech investor guy. Anyway, but what he's done is he's um, got his long form content and broken it down into very short snippets so you will just hear oh wow it's like the the podcast are like one or two minutes oh, but it'll, it'll be loads of episodes that you can either listen re-listen to the same bits over and over or listen to the the whole thing at once and yeah it's the, in the in the um landscape of long form audio when you have something that's just a minute, it really makes you focus on what he's actually saying and you replay it. Mm. And it's always really succinct and, and good. So yeah, man. And then um, Spotify, you know, they've got receipts and free shots. So I, I kind of listen and half class podcast sometimes um, depending on what I'm doing. Like it's more of the kind of cultural things that I'll listen to on there. And obviously yeah. all, all of our podcasts. Yeah. I think I need to, I need to take a leaf out of your book there really. And, and find different settings for different types of podcasts. Mm. It's like when, like, like I said, when I'm in the gym, I like to listen to the inspirational ones or the the ones that are like educating me. So like my go-tos are, I mean, a lot of the ones you mentioned, like Lewis Howes, Joe Rogan, which reminds me, I need to listen to Joe Rogan and um, Robert Downey Jr. Apparently it's amazing. Oh yeah, um, yeah, definitely. Uh, so those two, then I listen to uh, Phil Better. Feel better, live more. From um, um, I can't even think. Of, I can't, I've, I've, his name's escaping me. He's a doctor, mm. English. He's an English doctor. He, he's got amazing oh, okay. people on his podcast. Amazing people. Um, Creative Rebels, obviously, I listen to a lot. Ah, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I need to. I need to find more like scenarios to listen to ones like the receipts for example mm. i love the receipts but it's not really for me it doesn't work in the gym so maybe it's like a <laughs> yeah, yeah. one do you see what i mean so it's definitely like, yeah for me that's a because otherwise one. if i'm in the gym listening to the receipts i'm just like killing myself laughing and you can't right you're not it's a different mindset you know definitely definitely also i have different days that i listen to those podcasts as well oh, like, yeah? so i would i would load up like receipts for example on a friday where i'm in a more of a i don't really want to learn anything I don't, do you know what yeah. I mean? I'll, I'll listen to it more when I'm just like, want to laugh and things like that. Yeah, man. Yeah. I think we've lost, we've lost Reed. We've actually f fully lost him. He's yeah. fully gone. Should we I'm switch drop him a message on WhatsApp? Yeah. Let me see what he's saying. Maybe his battery died. Yeah, yeah possibly. Do you know, I'm going to, I'm going to, no, actually. He was on his laptop though, wasn't he? Oh. Maybe his computer crashed or something. Yeah. Maybe his battery on his computer died. Or he might have been on his phone. He might have been on his phone. I just mm. assumed it was his laptop because of the positioning. Oh, of... here, here we are. Is he coming back in? Says he is. Do you know what I've just realised? 
I'm the only right. one with my with my phone in portrait mode, like an idiot. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. We'll make it work. Do you know? Do you know what? Um, do you know what I realised as well is? Um, well, it's not really something I realised. It's, it's more annoying than anything. Is my laptop after like forty minutes of like anything, like listening to music, like doing this, uh, listening to a podcast, like the the audio starts crackling. Yeah, I can so hear I get, it. Like this crackling, sir. Can you yeah, hear it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can hear it. I can hear it. I think that's to do with the um, the okay. CPU. Yeah, he's back. Sorry, he's back, back, back in business. <laughs> Had a bit of a break. No, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> um, I don't know what's going on. I think it just the internet just dropped out. Wow. Oh wow. Um, I coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> I was I dropped out when you were talking about the podcasts. I don't know whether you, what you continued from there. Yeah, no, I was just saying I have um uh, long story cut short, I have different podcast apps that I listen to different podcasts on. I've kind of separate them. So I have like some of the more cultural stuff on Spotify, some of the more tech focused stuff on Breaker, some of the more long form stuff Breaker. on Overcast. Yeah, Breaker. It's um it's but it's it's a podcasting app that you can mm add friends on you can comment on podcasts you can send them to to different people um it's got charts okay. yeah sick but it, it's quite buggy because it's quite early but um i like to use that mm. early adopter okay. and I, I produce the techish podcast so um it's very much within that kind of community the tech community it's called yeah, breaker nice. breaker yeah man can i just um i was just going to go through some of my uh my audible library for things that I've bought, but haven't listened to yet. So like I said, I've got, um, I've got shoe dog by Phil Knight. Uh, I've listened to the Celestine prophecy, uh, by That's James Redfield. Yep. I know. Zero I, to I one. By Peter. Over Christmas and put it down. <laughs> Sorry, go on. Really? Yeah. I put it down. I picked it up, but put it down. I didn't like the print. I didn't like the font it, it used in the book. So I'm going to get the audio book. I've, uh, <laughs> I've noticed. I don't think you like the audio book to be honest. Because it's quite theatrical, like there's music is and it? stuff. Oh. Yeah, it's a bit. Yeah, oh it's a bit, no, it's a bit cheesy. you can't do that. Yeah, it's a, it's only I'll four get, hours long. I'll get the, and if you if you if you I'll get it on read Kindle. Kindle's the, the last resort. <laughs> <laughs> Kindle's the last resort. Um, man. I'll do that. Man's Search for Meaning by Viktor Frankl. I um, do you know what? Do you know what? Oh, have you have you listened or read it already? Um, I got through. Like, I got like to the first. 20 pages um yeah and it was a lot it was a lot to kind of like before you got to the meaning i was a mm. bit like this is this is a lot that's happening right now um do you think it's quite apt quite sad. For, it is very sad do you think it's quite apt for you know the times that we're living in now <laughs> I don't know. It's not, I we're not we're, it's not that extreme it's not that extreme um obviously yeah, so just for people listening yeah. it's um you know, it's a first-hand account of what it was like um, in in the Holocaust and how this man um, essentially compartmentalized and found meaning within all of this horrible stuff that was happening. So maybe that'll help. Um, what else have I got here? Uh, I will teach you to be rich by Ramit Sethi, which okay. is amazing, by the way. Yeah, I've heard him on a few yeah. podcasts. I haven't actually heard his book, but I've heard him on yeah, a few it's podcasts. A, so no BS financial literacy book. Um, the Queen, Brené Brown, Daring Greatly. 
got that. Um, oh. Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. Uh, what else have I got here? Outliers by Malcolm Gladwell. Okay. And Mindset by Carol. How do you pronounce that? Uh, Manzi, her surname. Carol Dweck. Yeah, Carol Dweck. Yeah. Can, can I can I uh, make a confession? Go on. I was a bit disappointed by Outliers when I read it. Yeah. Really. Mm. What were you disappointed I about? I want to see. I want to see if we align. I think just the the format of the book itself i think like i wasn't uh, the way everyone goes on about it like it's a, an amazing book and it's this and that and it's so fantastic and da 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 da, da. i just thought the, the the format of it it's just like really like each chapter is just like a case study on something else and it's like i don't oh, I, right. I like those books but i also don't like those books at the same time mm-hmm. like i just i prefer a book that has a bit more of a narrative to it okay yeah so that was like. Do you think I it depends on who writes it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I, I like the the overall message of it, mm. like about you know being like uh, being different to other people and whatever. Like the whole point of what an outlier is. But I was a bit like, mm, I was I don't know. Maybe my expectations were too high because I'd heard so mm. many good things about it. Yeah. Do you know what's funny as well about this day and age is that um, we hear about books from from podcasts where. Uh, these authors go on like massive podcast platforms and yeah. essentially what they do they speak their book on that podcast episode so when you go to read the book you're like oh you re- you just distilled the whole book in an yeah. hour for me so I don't even really need to read it yeah That's the thing. <laughs> I think that it all depends when it when it's when it's a thought leader or when it's a speaker for example they're, gen- they're generally writing what they speak about so mm. when you're listening to what they say you either want to just have more of that content with you like yeah. forever until <laughs> so you get the book. Um, and then you're like, okay, cool. Let me just actually just go. Cause, cause there will be, it'll be a bit more refined. There'll be more quotables, I guess, from the book. I'm assuming with some stuff and probably explain it in more depth, like, and all that. But um, when it's an, uh, a non-fiction author, uh, no, when it's a fiction author, for example, there's it they tend to just end up start talking about the art and the craft and everything around it and yeah. all of this stuff and the, all the esoteric stuff and it's like wow like you think so crazily it's weird but well, i don't know like i think there's a slight difference between the two there was a book oh, i forgot what the podcast was called um and it was like he used to interview authors about their books and stuff and they all had such interesting lives i'm just like why don't you just write about your life if oh, I'm wow. honest, like I'm just like that. Your lives are like so beautiful, I guess. Mm. Like in the in the tragedy and whatever it is, but like um, write about your life. That's 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 kind of what I want to go to the author for. I guess that's what I that's what I follow mm. them for their stories. But that's probably why. I'm how, how are you how are you taking on that perspective for your own book now that you're writing your own? Um, <laughs> sorry um, for putting you on the spot. Um. um <laughs> How did you do yours, Alex? <laughs> Manzi. <laughs> now, do you know why? Because obviously... Deflection. Do you... I don't know. I just... <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm at the minute, I'm kind of like... Um, hmm. It's more... Because the thing is with me, it's more about... Everything that I do is pretty much more about service. Do you know what I mean? The book is a service mm. to... Um, certain archetypes, certain, the way, certain ways of thinking when it comes to being men. Um, 
kind of changing that narrative of what it means to be one, I guess. And yeah. kind of like breaking down those kind of those stereotypes to just kind of to find new ways of thinking about mm. certain things that we've like we've all had to go through, I guess, at at some stage. Um yeah, like so I have no idea how people are going to take it. I have no idea what people are going to say. Well, you never it. know, innit? You never I, know. And you obviously, never know, but it's just... It's about it, having an audience of one, which should, should be you. Literally. But what, what, the, re- the reason I brought that up is mm. that I, I do this with artists and um, any anybody I'm collaborating with. Um, it's really useful to recognise, obviously, the inner critic that we have mm. and be of service to the art. So, for example, where, you know we're looking at a view of um, Malcolm Gladwell, one of the the most acclaimed authors, you know, and we're looking at the piece of art that he's created mm-hmm. and we're observing it as a piece of art. It's like, we respect you, yeah. but we're looking at this piece of art and critiquing it um, objectively. And, you know, when you create something, you put it out in the world, um, y- you yourself uh, will, you know, you will do that for other people, other people's art, but they're also going to do that for herself. For, for themselves and I think it's useful to recognise your own opinion mm. or what that would be you know what I mean and apply that to your own mm. and be of service to the art mm. it definitely it, it's weird but you have to take a step back sometimes and just yeah. um, and look at it as it's, this is something I'm creating it's so difficult because I've I've edited books I've contributed to books actually sitting there and writing this now is a bit like mm. oh my god like I'm because so I'm really in it but I'm trying to I'm trying to resist the temptation of editing as I go. So Ooh, yeah, that's that a hard the, one. Yeah. That is the thing that's really been quite. Um, what are you writing on? Are you writing? Is, um, oh, sorry, sorry, man. So go on. No, I was just gonna say the trick. I think the trick is just just write and write and write and write and write and write yeah. and write and write, mm. and then when you can't write anymore, then start editing. Yeah, mm. it's yeah. hard. What are you actually writing on? Are you writing on? like physical like paper and pen or is it um, a doc or google drive or something like that so i will have my notes down in something something like this i mean mm-hmm. journalist habits <laughs> shorthand notebook <laughs> um but then i will write them out into a document so it's a bit clearer mm-hmm. um but when it when it goes into the document that's when it actually becomes the the, the idea starts to form itself because yeah. that's where yeah. my primary output become, output goes. Um, and then, yeah, and then I'm just shaping it. And then it's just a collaborative effort between me and my editor. And it's like oh, trying, to fig- trying to figure out that, what that is. Yeah. Is that in real time? Like this uh, collaboration? Well, if I say, if like, I'll write it and then I'll probably say, oh, here's the, the document that Got you it. asked for. And then they'll just go through it. Um, and that's a big help. Like, mm. to be honest, because then I have a way of shaping the ideas, I guess, until, I mean, this is the first time I've ever written a book, I guess. So it's just, it's like, it's, um, it's all new to me, you know? Um, Amazing. So I don't know really what to expect or what I necessarily need to do. I just know I just need to write the thing and bounce yeah. the ideas off and I need the, and the editor to tell me whether this works or doesn't work. And we bounce ideas off each other and I'm like, okay, cool like but the the conversations go on for ages because it's like well unless you're steadfast in what you're doing or steadfast in your kind of goal or whatever you want to say then otherwise 
um, it just becomes a bit difficult to, you need to find the right path or the right lane in what you're saying, mm, especially mm. when your your mind is as busy and as wayward as mine. It's a right, bit like, right. you know, so. Um, That's really cool. It's um, exciting, to say the least. <laughs> um, and I've, I, I literally just have no idea what to expect. Um, good, but good. What did, so, but like Manzi, what did you think when you when you put your book out? Cause I remember when I when you sent it, and I was like, okay, who's written this book? Like, let me read it. I'm so I'm so intrigued. But like, what was your feeling then putting it out to like all of your followers and and stuff and getting them to kind of embrace that? Do you know what that was like? That was the least wor- like worrying part. Mm. Like the for me like because the way the way that i wrote it was like a free ebook and the reason i decided to write it was because like i've always got so much content <laughs> like in different forms mm. that I, I always look for ways to reformat it to put it back out so like all of the um um bits or chapters whatever you want to call them that were in the ebook were bits of content that already existed i already had them written up as like an in focus session or like a blog post or something and i just reformatted the whole like the main body of it into a book and then i i edited around it to make it flow seamlessly like a book and i'm doing something similar at the minute so like that was more like of a a stressful thing in terms of like piecing the book together making sure it flowed as one making sure there was like a a, a, a general direction of of all of the chapters tying themselves into each other designing how it was going to look because it was an ebook it wasn't just like as simple as like mm. black and white text on a page you want it to look nice as well and presentable mm-hmm. so like, all of that stuff was like more stressful but also really fun so by the time i'd done all that i was like i was really excited to be like okay guys i've got this thing like what do you think about it and like see what people's reaction was like and for me it's never about like whether 10 people download it or 100 people download it or a thousand people download it it's about people taking value from it and i still get people messaging me like oh yeah like i i downloaded your ebook like da, 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 da. and I, I put this out like that's january amazing. 2019 mm. that's amazing and it's not like huge numbers it's probably been like 500 had like 500 downloads or something but like that's 500 people who have read that and they've yeah. hopefully taken some value from it which is Bro, in, in 1983, that would have been 500 physical books on a table. Yeah. That's a lot of books. Yeah, that is a lot. That is a lot. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? It's a huge achievement. Mm. Huge achievement. Yeah, so that's why, that's why I've got, like, I'm doing the same thing again. Like, I've got so many new bits of writing that I've had or I've got or I've put out in a different form that can just piece really nicely together into one project like i'm, I'm, mm, for I'm real. putting it together but i'm taking my time with this one last time i kind of like i did it all in like it was like crazy it was like a month and a half or something or like two months <laughs> it was mad so like i was doing it every like every night i was after i'd done all my podcast stuff like i would go straight onto book like straight onto this and mm. then i spent like every friday i was spending on the design like how do you, you want know, it to look bit by stuff. bit yeah yeah so like this time I'm, I'm just taking my time a bit more and making sure like i mean now's almost the perfect opportunity because the, i there is so much time mm. on my hands to yeah. like do it to do stuff so once i've kind of figured out all my podcast stuff and like 
all the like again i've got loads of youtube videos that i've been scheduling <laughs> which probably by the time this comes out like most of them would have been would have been uploaded mm. but yeah. like, i've been scheduling loads of youtube videos today like, i've just got so much stuff like a backlog of stuff that i want to get out mm. and then once i've got done that and cleared a bit of bit more time in my day i'm going to focus more on on, on rewriting yeah um or re yeah. redoing the book yeah man i need yeah. to go through some of my um my scrap my scrapbook on google drive there's so many pages here and there because you know i do the the daily walks um yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd already i'd started a, an ebook um and I'd, i've been meaning to put it out for like two years um i've written most of it but you know we all do so much and it's hard to sit down and actually focus, focus on it. the one thing you know um especially when you know youtube takes so long <laughs> to do like video yeah. content is is hard um especially oh, when, you, when you need to stay yes. consistent <laughs> um plus podcasting plus doing um you know your 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 side your, hustles plus your doing your main thing. jobs <laughs> plus you know just everything it's a lot yeah. so um with that you know i'm just gonna just take it easy and just see what i can do when, as and when it comes but on that note of doing a lot how are we having fun people how what what, we, what are you doing for fun lately? I think um, I'm just a hu- I've become a huge fan of Tony Riddle. I just have I'm yes. just, I'm Who's, just, who is Tony Riddle? Tony Riddle? I'm just a, I'm a stand. <laughs> I just right. I, will get the I think everyone becomes a stand once you <laughs> once you discover once you discover Tony Riddle, you instantly become a stand. I'm going to recommend you. Ryan. I'm going to recommend you three things to do. Yeah, number one. <laughs> Go and find his Instagram page, I'm send it to The you Natural now. Lifestylist. Number two, go and listen to his interview on the Dreamers Disease podcast with myself. <laughs> Episode yep. 131. And number three, go and listen to his interview with uh, Rich Roll. Rich Roll? Rich Roll's yeah. one? Rich Roll. Yeah. Oh, wicked. Okay, cool. Yeah, Rich Roll. Yeah. Let me try and... Um... And there's another okay. one he done with um, uh, on Feel Better Live More podcast, which is where I discovered him. Okay. Um, We'll chuck yeah, the links in sick. the show notes as well for other people. Yeah, I'm and hopefully, fingers crossed, don't, don't, I'm trying, I'm trying to get another interview with him um, to, to do more, to be more focused around like being in isolation and what people can do to Yo. remain active. And, That'd be dope. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So what? So I'm gathering he is some sort of like movement innovator. He's, he's a, so he's a natural lifestylist. So he's all about, um, using nature to bring your body back to its like optimum peak, basically, oh, and using using okay. our bodies for what they're designed to to do. So that like, right up my he street, does a lot man. of stuff. Like, yeah, so like he, you, mate, you'd love it. He he's like one of the big <laughs> things he he done is he he removed all of the chairs in his house. He's got three kids and a wife, so oh, wow. he he removed all the chairs in his house because he's like, we're human beings. Like, we're not designed to sit on chairs. We're designed to like lie on the floor or like squat or kneel or like ha- have all of these. There's like a hundred ground resting positions that we ha- we have as human beings, and he's like, wow. we don't use any of them because we just sit on the chair all day. Yeah, that's right. So he's like removed all the chairs from his his apartment. Like he's just like stuff like that. He's is he's he from amazing, England? Like, works or is incredible. He f- where's he from? Yeah, yeah he's English. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Oh wow. Because you know when you hear those stories, you I, I immediately thought California, like massive house, like yeah. is able to do these things. But it's it's kind of good to hear. Yeah. No, nah, this is over here. Nah, he's, yeah, he's it, doing big things. He came man. up, in, check he him came up when I was in, edit, in an editorial meeting with about my book and stuff, and then my she was just like, "I'm oh, mentioning," she's mentioned this guy called Tony Riddle, and I was like, "Oh, who's that?" Google it. 
then I was like seeing this and then all of a sudden I'd seen I don't know how I could connect the dots back to you Alex but I was like yeah <laughs> I, I would share his post on my that's Instagram that's it and I said I just oh my god he's dope work. you're like oh blah blah and you're like you did the episode I was like wow I'm going to find that conversation now yeah um, so I've probably seen his content on your page then Manzi yeah yeah probably yeah. he's um, yeah. the reason why that triggered when you said play it's because he's done this, he's literally done this video today, which just, well, a clip or whatever. It was just like, oh, the opposite of play is not hard work, it's depression. And mm. it's like, wow. and the idea of it, and what he was saying was, it's like pretty much when you're playing, it's not necessarily, um, oh, you're running around laughing, da, 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 da. it's literally movement. And when you're, when you're kids, that movement is so much freer until you're, so you're true. bound by the confines of um, adult life, which are mm. desks and artificial lights and, and stress yeah. and stuff. And I was just thinking mm. about it today and I was like, so much of the way that our homes are set up is just like, just counter to how compromising we are. I mean, I'll stand up after sitting down and be like, Oh, creaky and just like oh what's that yeah, and like yeah. well I've been sitting down yeah. like number one that should be comfortable so I shouldn't be creaking like this but um, let alone I'm, I'm not old yet so I don't know why I'm creaking like this um, that's the yeah. thing isn't it but um, what we what am I doing for fun you know what I think I'm just I think literally I think I'm just creating for fun to be honest mm. like as yeah, much yeah. as as much as I'm like I never seen a paycheck in a long time and I'm waiting for that to happen <laughs> but um, I'm like you know this is actually really fun for me um, mm. and it's something that I've always been gassed about doing like um, there'll be days I'm like oh my god why would I want to start a YouTube channel like I've got enough on but yeah here I am with my yeah. trailer and I put the trailer <laughs> out I'm like well now I've got to put videos out so therefore it means I've got to do this video so I clearly love it it's a uh, lifestyle. You know, Telling you. whether it be the book, whether it be yeah. the podcast, whether it be having amazing conversations like this or doing YouTube videos or whatever, connecting with other creators and stuff. It's just like, for me, that's just fun for me, I think. And, mm. you know, alongside the exercising and, um, you know, finding new ways for my body to move. As I said, like Ryan's um, episode, I was literally there cross-legged shoes off yeah. <laughs> talking about how I bend myself like when I'm like in my house but it's like it's those kind of things that make life kind of fun and different you know like I just um yeah and at some point I would love to go on holiday at some point but I will be until then I would want to just be kind of like doing as much as I can to just enjoy the creation like the creations mm. that I can make you know um what about you guys what are you guys doing for fun uh me oh man at the minute so so to be honest i've been trying to get back into a routine at the minute because i'm so out of sync because my fun was my travels right that was like two oh right of fun. Yeah, yeah oh yeah yeah so but that's like a big part of for me like it's fun is exploring new places and doing new things and and going back to what you were just saying alex about when you stand up and you feel creaky it's amazing how like literally after 10 days a week of being back home like i could feel my back was all tight my legs were wow. tight, my shoulders were hurting. Like, I can't remember feeling like that when I was away because I was up all day. I was walking around. I was like, I wasn't looking like head down, looking at my yeah, phone. So yeah, my neck yeah. wasn't compromised throughout the day. I was being mm. active and using my body for what it's supposed to be used for. So I found that really interesting how like the second I came back, 
like I was starting to feel all my old aches and pains come back as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, man, skateboarding, skateboarding yeah. is my fun. Yeah. Oh, okay, so I, I roller that. skate. Yeah, I need to come and just join yeah. you on a skating situation. Mate, um, um, we'll go. I need to we'll go because I tend to roller skate inside though. <laughs> so I tend to roller yeah, skate. Yeah, we'll, well, we'll go yeah. to an ind- we'll go to an indoor skate park. All right, or cool. Something. I want to try and do that. Yeah. Well, you're gonna have to anyway. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, mean, I want to try. Remind you of the times. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the times like, we live in, and, and the rain as well. That like, actually, yeah, to real. be fair, like I, I can't wait for it to stop raining, and then I can go back to the park and get on my skateboard because that's like one time where I'm literally I'll go when it's I know there's no no other people there like I'll go early in the morning mm. because then I'm by myself so it's like mm. social distancing at its finest literally for it's, real yeah for me it's all about movement man all yeah. about moving and talking about movement absolutely. I need to stand up soon boys yeah oh. I, I literally just yeah, yeah I'm standing right up now. already what about you um, in terms of in terms of fun for me um, weekly I'll play uh, well it's not like a nine aside football match oh yeah that's, that's definitely fun it's a great um Stress reliever, but also it's it's one of the only things where you're actually just present for the hour, just doing one thing. There's no distractions, you know. You're just doing that, yeah. and it's just great, great for the body and stuff. Um, but in terms of just like fun for no for no reason's sake, it's I watch a lot of um, stand up on Netflix, just to mm. random stand up shows because I, I, f- I find we 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 have to actually like dial in different emotions now because I was analyzing my life. And so much of it was built on me and my boys meeting up, busting joke, mm-hmm. playing games. That's, you know, that's what our lives were for so long. And then you become, you get older, you get like, you start adulting and then you're like, oh, what's missing? And you realise you're not doing those things anymore. Mm-hmm. So I'm actively trying to add those bits back into my life. So mm-hmm. I was always a gamer and it's like, now I'm not playing as much games. Like, why? Like, obviously I do so much in terms of creating, but let me add that back in. Let me... Um, watch watch a clip and just laugh in the morning. Do you know what I mean? So I've, I'm I'm trying to like dial in different emotions throughout the day. So yeah, definitely um, stand up comedy for for sure is is is. Did one. you watch the um? Did you watch Momentum with Mo Gilligan Momentum. on Netflix? Yeah, 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 yeah. That was sick. I think that was really good. That was sick. Was a really good one. I saw him live. Um, yeah, it's, it's just amazing to see the the state of our culture, man. Like where we're at now and. It's, it's amazing and what's it going to be like in, in 10 years man it's just incredible mm. yeah. so, I'll tell you what definitely... if you want to if you want to if you want a good laugh right I watched this the other day on YouTube there's a highlights reel of uh, Big Nasty and Mo <laughs> like just rinsing each other you know on like the TV on the Big Nasty show <laughs> yeah, there's yeah, like yeah. a highlight package that they put together it's like every it's moment sick. where they're just rinsing each other it's so funny it's it's like, did you see I the Kano episode house. yeah no no Oh yeah! Make sure you see that. I, I reckon that was their best episode. Period. Yeah. 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 Sketches wise, and there's like, a good, there's another there's it. another good clip actually of uh, Mo Big Nasty and Jimmy Carr just all like having a pop at each other, and it's like a ten minute yeah. clip, and it's just like oh, I'm gonna go watch that. that. It's really good. <laughs> I'm watch that in a it's like one of the funniest things I've seen. It's really good. I'm watch that sick, in a sick. How sick is it that we can watch things that we completely relate to? Like we've had to mm. assimilate to American culture for so long and so much, understand their ins and outs. But now, yeah, you know, I'm the just... jokes, the jokes are like all things that we've grown up with and stuff like mm. sick. Mm. I'm just watching, I'm watching the X-Files recently. <laughs> Don't ask me why. I've got too much yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Way too much time. <laughs> um, <laughs> dun, 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 dun. 
1992, you know, I was like, I no, I barely had no idea wow. what this was. Um, and I was watching it and I was like, I was like, Brit- I heard a lot of British people talking about this show. I had like, there was no British equivalent, nothing. Um, and then I was watching this comedy show yesterday. Um, I think it's called Koji and Kathy or Karen, something. It's on ITV. Um, and it's like when, and they kind of brought back the, the, the old school sitcoms sort of thing. This is like set in a cafe in like, in like Eastbourne or Margate or Brighton or somewhere. Um, and Koji's just like this Nigerian doctor of some kind. And then she's just this owner of this cafe. Um, and it, and I was watching it yesterday and I was like, it's getting quite a few fair laughs from me. Like, I like, I like, I like this. I like this. I am pleasantly amused by this humor that is coming from this TV. Um, and I feel like, and I feel like we're just, I feel like what we're doing is because we've been so, uh, like, exposed to American culture and American sitcoms and American understanding and American everything else for so long, we're getting a lot more, um, we're becoming, I feel like we're becoming a lot more appreciative of British culture, British humor, British stuff. Um, And because they're only starting to diversify it really now, um, well, not necessarily now. I mean, there was a whole gap of like undiverse comedy for ages, but then it's like, Mm. you know, bringing it back. I don't know if you guys have seen Enterprise yet. No, No, I did see like the first maybe like the pilot episode or something. I didn't, I haven't got into like the actual program. And I feel like that's, I watched this, I watched season two and that had me laughing like for consistently for the 20 minutes that it's on each time. Yeah. And Sick. I was like, this is actually, this is funny. Like, and and thing is, and it makes you, it, it works hard for the jokes as well. It's not just like the typical, oh, I want to put on a Nigerian or West Indian accent or whatever. Right, I'm not right, going to just, right. you know, we're not going to just talk about being beaten or whatever. But mm. it's literally talk. It's literally humor for humor's sake. Like it's generally funny. Like you know, what what's I mean? that on? Uh, BBC. So you catch okay, it on cool. the iPlayer. Um, Sick. I'll have to check that out. Generally, generally quite funny. Um, but yeah, cool. Yeah. Wicked man. Yeah. Whoa. I mean, I've been standing up. I know you guys need to stand up. I probably need to sit down. Yeah. But um, I'm just, I'm, I'm so grateful that we could do this, man. Yeah, like, man. The, yeah, we, we should do this every so often. We've worked out. Definitely, man. I was going to say, like, maybe in between now and the, and the next um, quarantine conversation, we we set a challenge or something like that for each other to keep it, to hold each other accountable. Yeah. What that would be, and I'm, I'm throwing myself in it right now, but... What, what should we, what do? we do? What should we do? <laughs> what should the challenge? Oh, what we have to? We're going to make it up now. Oh, jeez. Uh... <laughs> I don't know if I could do any more challenges, right? <laughs> I'm tired. I'm tired. Of maybe, maybe it's just, just a survive challenge. <laughs> I don't don't go get out. through this coronavirus first. Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's, let's get the challenge to make it yeah. to the next recording. Yeah, can right. we do that? Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Let's do that. If you let's are feeling any symptoms, please go and see your licensed medical and healthcare professional. Please, absolutely. Self, yeah. like absolutely. isolate yourself and make sure you're eating well. Wash your hands and wash your hands. Don't touch your face. Do that. Do that. People isolate are, where you can. On this toilet paper thing, I'm so sorry. Like you, everyone's buying the toilet paper like they don't have showers as well. Like I just don't understand. It's madness. Anyway, don't get it. It's mad. It's madness. <laughs> but guys, um, it's been a pleasure. Of all the things, of all the things that <laughs> was the first the thing to go from the shelves, toilet paper. I, don't I have seen it. a video of two aunties fighting in South Norwood. That's all I ever need to see. 
<laughs> I mean, I, I'm just like I was in I was in Lidl the other day with my mum, and the way that people were looking like they were going to try and push her to yeah. get to things, I was like, I will fight in this place. I will be on World Star. Trust me. I'm just not about to do it. Trust me. I'm not about to do it today. But um, yeah, but yeah, we know, so I, I, think, value, I value these chats, man. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, man. me too, and man. I think so much. I think we're going to pull it out on each of our podcast feeds, right? That's yeah. how we're going to do it. Yeah. Um, so it's going to so be yeah. a three-way three release. Three-way three <laughs> release. You've never seen this before. It's exclusive. Um, <laughs> yeah, no. Um, well, until next time, um, and hopefully we can do this often because I, I love spending time with you guys. Yeah, man. Um, just you know, for my listeners, for the Ryan Now Show listeners, we've got Alex Reeds from A Time to Talk with Alex, Re- Alex Reeds and Alex Manzi of the Dreamers Disease podcast. Um, make sure you check out their shows. The, all the links will be in the show notes, mm-hmm. as will mine, um, I hope. Make sure you put mine in there, boys. <laughs> make sure you review each of our podcasts. Make sure you comment on all of our pages. You've got Alex Reeds, which is at Alex Reeds on Instagram. You've got I am Alex Manzi on Instagram and at ryan.nile.show on Instagram. You can find all of our podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, anywhere you can hear a podcast. Um, hit us up on Twitter. Make sure you review we we know you're at home, so you have got the time to do it. <laughs> I wanna, Use your time I wisely. See three lines of a comment. I want to see a review. I want to see all of it. Trust me. Yeah. No. Nah, but joke, all jokes aside, it really yeah. does help um, people find the shows. Like, there's so many podcasts and stuff, mm. and we're trying to do something a bit different in that. You know, we're young millennial men from London that want to um, help the world be kinder. Um, what's your mission, Alex? Reads. Oh, to help people love deeper and seek deeper and seek clarity and just open up in, open up space to talk about issues mm. and things like that. And Manzi? To help people find more clarity and happiness in life by living more in the moment. Mm. Perfect. Perfect. So this is what Boom. we're this is what we're about, people. So let's help spread the love. Boys. Until next time. Uh, out for Peace. Mr. Fox. It's been amazing. Thank you, boys. <laughs> Big up Mr. Fox. Yeah, man. Big didn't up Mr. A, Fox every didn't time. Didn't say a word. Man just pulled the internet cord you know and what? just... Like, <laughs> I ain't getting no attention. I'm not, I'm not going to do that today. All right, guys. <laughs> All right, boys. I'll see you guys later. Yeah. Love. See you guys later. Peace and love. Right. Take Peace. care. Peace. Bye, mate.